The Restless Midlifer. Regroup, reshape and redesign. Welcome to The Restless Midlifer, the podcast for those of us looking to rediscover the adventure in life. Find out more at restlessmidlifer.com. It's the Restless Midlifer podcast, formerly the Sprout Sweater, and all about shaping you up to live a remarkable midlife. It's episode 31, Regroup, Reshape and Redesign. Before we get into the episode, hop over to therestlessmidlifer.com to register your commitment to living a restless midlife and get an early heads up to the courses, resources and forthcoming Restless Midlifer community. I'm planning programs and events to support you in rekindling the spirit of the restless midlife, reintroducing the adventurous spirit into your life. Well, it may be episode 31, but it's the first official Restless Midlifer episode. And in this episode, I want to share three areas that I believe we need to focus on in order to craft a more adventurous midlife. One which fulfills our obligations while shifting and shaping our sense of who we are and how we want to show up in the world. As a quick aside, just for the format of the, for the podcasts going forward, the previous or the, the current format, if you like, is three shorter episodes followed by one longer interview. And that may be changing too. I'm looking to interview more great people who have stories and expertise to share while making time to also reflect on how we can make changes we need to stick to. So I haven't quite decided how this will play out. Um, so stick with me if you would as I dabble and faff, or in other words, experiment and play. Um, and I guess that's part of the restless midlifer spirit. I want to encourage that in us all. So you'll find that the podcast is not only giving you tips, but demonstrating that as well. <laughs> so anyway, so here we are. We're talking about the three areas and I'll give you the headline and then tell you the the underlying thought around them and then break them down. So the three areas are regroup, reshape and redesign and I'll go into what they mean shortly. The key thing is it's not necessarily in that order um, but it's something as I've worked on myself and with clients and a lot of people over the years that I find there is does tend to be certain things we need to sort before other certain things and hopefully that'll become apparent as I explain those. But the point is we're all different. We're all in different circumstances. So we might find priorities are different in terms of we might rather than regroup, we might want to focus more on reshape or the redesign first. It depends. So this is not a rigid system or process. It's just the areas that I think we can get our biggest bang for our buck in terms of development, growth, change and shifting things if we focus our attention on these and sweat the right sprouts in those things, the right sprout-sized actions. For those of you who may not have joined me for the previous episodes of Sprout Sweater, the sprout sweating is about the methodology. The restless midlifer is the person, the person that you are seeking to be to rekindle that sense of adventure. The sprout sweating is to recognize that you have commitments and demands in life that are probably meaning your life is full on, but you have that something else, that inner child or whatever you want to call it, that is calling out for more and wants to find that sense of deliciousness and adventure in life again. And how we do that when we're already busy, we're already, our heads are already full of the demands and commitments is we take a look, we take time out and we take a look at the areas of our life and we pick the key sprouts, the sprouts with the most clout, I talk about them, the, the smallest, um, perhaps seemingly insignificant actions that can give us the best and most impactful or greatest return on in terms of outcomes. And we sweat those actions. We repeat them. We focus on them and we do them to the best of our ability in those small sprout-sized chunks 
to then lead to that consistency over time, which then leads to the results. And the metaphor, if you want to check that out, go back to the earlier episodes of the Sprout Sweater, episodes one to three, but there are, it's repeated throughout in terms of some of the tactics and approaches that I talk about. So if you want to revisit that, please do. It's, um, it's a great foundation for what we're talking about here. But here we go. So the three areas, and as I said, the, it's not about rigid or a particular order, but as I said, I've, I find that many of us come to a, that sense of, is this it? That question that I've spoke about in previous episodes, is this it? Is this what my life's about? Is this, is this, you know, I'm working so hard here and I feel like something's missing or I'm, I'm just not finding that sense of fulfillment for me. I'm putting everybody else's needs. I'm building a family, a career, a life. And somewhere in the, the process, I forgot me. I forgot who I am. I might not even know who I am. I might have lost a sense of identity if I had it in the first place. And as that, those feelings start to show up, it is often in the sense of coping or how we're not coping or feeling like we're not coping, feeling overwhelmed with life, which is where I tend to find that regrouping is a good phrase for capturing that. It's that, let's take stock of where we're at. Okay, so there's something in there that's saying there's a bit more. But before we can clear our head to think about what that is, to even design a life or to, to, to think about what we might want to achieve, we need to kind of start putting things back in their place. We need to put stress in its place. So regroup is often a place that we start, um, not always, but it's often a place to start. And it's a case of how do I get my head back? from stress how do i get my energy levels up you know maybe improve my sleep take time out for relaxation self-care those kinds of things and i've spent a large proportion of my business career speaking to uh, individuals and audiences about that you know about how you take care of your well-being, how you manage overwhelm in the moment, you know, that sense of you want to press send on an email, you should pre- never press send on or say something you regret or do some harm to yourself in sense of how you talk to yourself or how cruel you might be to yourself. So that sense of overwhelm could be quite crushing. How do we manage that more positively? How do we then deal with the underlying problem of excessive demands? Too many cabbages, as I call them, the cabbages of the demands. And Too many cabbages, juggling too many things can lead to us feeling ground down and then peeking into overwhelm far too often and then being unable to stop down tools and actually switch off or sleep better. So regroup is about firstly recognizing that yes, that inner voice has something and it's got something of worth to say and it's trying to peek you too. There's more to life than this. But rather than having a knee-jerk reaction and, and going off in what many people would label as a so-called midlife crisis, and I don't, I take issue with that phrase as I have done in previous episodes, but that, you know, we snap rather than we start, rather than taking a more constructive approach. Regroup is about that, recognizing that in a voice, acknowledging that there may be some value and validity in it and taking time to just collect ourselves. Let's face it, nobody wants to manage stress. And whatever you, however you define stress, I'll perhaps explore that a little bit more in, pre- in, f- in future episodes. But nobody wants to manage it, do we? We want to get on with life and enjoy it, find it fulfilling, just be present in the things we do and the relationships we have and with, you know, in whatever situation. The fact is, though, because of all the demands and challenges that we place on ourselves uh, or that is placed upon us or we have, you know, because we take on a career and roles, parenthood or family, all that kind of thing, we have to manage stress. And stress is a catch-all, very general phrase, and I, do, I can dig into that later. But that regrouping is about giving yourself space to step away, catch yourself on, as my Irish cousins would say. Just catch yourself on and find out, where am I at? 
What are the challenges? Where am I particularly struggling or what, what am I not giving myself time for? And then prioritizing one area to start with. The sprout sweater ways, not to fight it on all fronts, not to battle stress on all fronts, to pick one area. And if it's because, if it's, for example, your sleep, then if your sleep is really poor or disrupted, then tackling that, and there is lots you can do, check out if you go to sproutsweater.com um, uh, and restlessmidlifer.com, I'm using the old domain name, which is still valid, go there, you'll find that I've got some resources around sleep that I can direct you to. But there are plenty of things we can do. And you can check out previous episodes where I talk about the three Zs of um, improving our sleep. Sleep zone, pre-Z time routine, and sleep Zen. But if we can tackle one area, and even one area of that one area, so your pre-Z time, your pre-bedtime routine, if you can tackle that, you can improve your sleep. Not perfect, but better. And when you're looking at incremental improvements, and in so doing, we can get a better night's sleep. We can wake up feeling a little bit more rested. We feel able to cope with the challenges of the day and we're able to focus and organize our thoughts and ourselves in a better way, which then can lead us on to how we can reshape and redesign our life if we're in a better place. So sleep is one area, but it might just be learning to take some downtime. It might be learning to um, manage overwhelm, manage overload, manage that stress, manage our emotions more forgivingly and compassionately. There's a lot of areas in there that we can look at, but it's about picking one area and developing that so that we can then be in a position to take time to listen to that inner voice more and to give it some time, some space to tell us and direct us and give us some, give us a little bit more information. So that's regroup as a general thing. And I'll probably do over future episodes, pick topics and what have you. And by all means, drop me a, an email, dave at restlessmidlifer.com to tell me what might be your burning questions or challenges around this, you know, in terms of energy levels, feeling stressed, feeling crushed and trapped in relation to the demands of life. But then we can move on to the second bit, which is reshape. Now, reshaping for me is about starting to prioritize some of the areas that really can cause issues in our life in terms of feelings of discomfort, feelings of stress and strain. And so it's kind of taking particular areas that cause us stress that are often very common. So reshape might talk about, I'll leave the one that's the most common to the last day, but things like um, reshaping our finances, you know, looking at, you know, where my money spent, that's the kind of thing, because I never seem to have enough. Now, it's not about becoming a millionaire overnight, that kind of thing, but it is about just getting organized and to grips with it so we can become more financially healthy and have a bit more of a plan going forward. And I have had a great interview with Pete Matthew, um, uh, around this. So he, he shares some key thoughts on that. So if you check that one out, but it might be also reshaping how we organize our life, you know, in terms of the focus, what do I do that's important and counts and what can I ditch and stop doing? And then, and this is where I think is a, a, a really common one is to reshape ourselves physically in terms of our health. Now, Cards on the table. I'm not a, P, a fitness trainer. I'm not a dietitian or nutritionist. So, and I know people, and we've had Simon Ward, for example, on this podcast in the past, who spoke about his experience and practical advice around that. But what I have come to find is that we can apply the principles of coaching. We can identify, well, what is it? You know, a typical example, and, and you know, I've had this experience myself and I'm a work in progress, incidentally. So not perfect, but you find that you get to a stage in life where you find years have passed and you've been almost on automatic pilot. You've been working hard, you know, building a career, building a family, doing all these things, and you've taken your eye off 
the healthier habits. And I call it the before you know it phenomenon. Before you know it, five years have passed and you put a stone on or a stone and a half and you find that your weight has crept up, albeit you might become acutely aware of it in that moment and feel like it's piled on. It's crept up over the years. And the reshape is about how do we start to get to grips with that? How do we start to reshape in the other direction and start to undo some of that? And it may be weight loss. It may not be. It may just be focusing on energy levels or just getting our, how we manage our eating regime and, and that kind of thing. So we enjoy it. It's fulfilling, but it's not causing more harm than good, if, if you like, or even drinking alcohol, that kind of thing. And, and perhaps getting into more positive habits rather than the, the habits we can fall into over time. And hands up, I've been there. So that reshape is about how can we identify a goal, you know, whether it's to lose a certain amount of weight or to get fitter and or to reduce my, my habitual drinking day to day, that kind of thing, to break that down into bite-sized chunks and to focus on the habits, the key habits, the cornerstone habits that can help contribute to that. And almost work it in a set it and forget it way. What are the things that if I start to do, they can become habitual, automatic, I've set them, I can forget them, and it's working towards my goals. Because one of the key things around weight loss in particular is, and this is from my own personal experience, but talking to so many people, working with so many people is, it's a constant on your mind thing. And it can add to a, a massive weight to that sense of anxiousness or just lower level grind that's there because you know that you're not where you want to be in terms of your fitness levels or health levels and if we can start to put in place some of those habits and then get on with life we might find that and we should and could and do find that things change to the positive over time so that reshape is a key element and once we start to get that we can start to find that a we lighten the load psychologically and emotionally we feel more comfortable in our own skin and we have more energy naturally you know we might find our sleep's better we are eating better we're not you know we're starting to not have the the ups and downs of the energy levels because we're not stressing out as much and not comfort eating the wrong things that kind of thing then and it doesn't mean that this is follows after we may have this in mind or work on this earlier but we start to look at the redesign and i mean this in a pragmatic where that balances the needs of your life as it is, the responsibilities and demands and duties and commitments with where you want to be. And I've talked about this in future episodes. Uh, sorry, in, I've talked about this in previous episodes and will develop this in, in future episodes, no doubt, particularly with interview, um, some of my guests, is how do we, rather than rigidly plan future goals and go all or nothing or try to hold back the reality of life, for some goal that really is not going to stand or withstand the test of life. You know, the demands are going to cave in and we're going to forget the goal. How do we design a direction of travel, a direction that we want to head where day to day, week by week, we're making incremental improvements, sprout sized improvements that move us towards that. We're doing less of what we don't want to do, acknowledging that we'll always have stuff we, you know, we don't particularly enjoy or want to do, but we'll do less of that and focus on doing more of the things we do want to do whilst acknowledging we need to fulfill those obligations. So that's a, that's a, there's a lot there, but that's the three areas that I tend to work in on myself and also with clients. I might not call it those areas with, you know, any given client, but I'm thinking about that. What's the area that we need to prioritize first? What's the first sprout? It's a bit like the, the principle of the lead domino. You know, you, you ever seen those fancy ones? Rosie used to love watching the YouTube videos of the big domino, um, toppling things where they must have a massive design of millions of dominoes. You press, you knock one down and it just leads to the, all of them toppling in some beautiful, wonderful, um, symphony of whatever. I'm, I'm mixing metaphors and all sorts there, but it's, it's, it's really fascinating. And what we need is, 
And this is where I think my role as a coach is, and hopefully as a podcaster sharing with you and you in your thinking is to take time out, slow things down, take some time for you to think about where do I need to focus my attention and what are the first one, two or three sprouts, lead sprouts, the lead dominoes? Is it in the regroup? Do I need to just get a bit of space in my head to think and clear and just reduce the stress levels? Do I really want to focus on some area of reshaping because it's preoccupied and I'm really not comfortable, I'm not happy in myself? Or is it about, you know, I can get on with the redesign, I'm clear about what I might do, but I just want a bit of direction. If you can identify where to start, then identify one, two or three, and like the meatloaf song says, two out of three ain't bad, sprout-sized actions, sprout-sized habits that you can start to commit to, then make them as as routine and ritualistic as brushing your teeth you can set and forget them. You can then move on and build and expand and see the incremental improvements. And that brings us back to the whole point because as a restless midlifer, we're looking to not look to just simply, well, I guess it's a Highlander quote. It's better to burn out than to fade away. I don't want to fade away. I don't want to burn out as in psychological burnout, but I want to just have an adventure. I want to have some fun. And I hope as a listener, that's what you're, where your thinking is. It's not about going wild necessarily and sacrificing everything. Definitely not. It is about building back in that sense, that spirit of fun and adventure and bringing the people that matter along with us for that ride. So hopefully, You've enjoyed that food for thought, forgive the pun with the sprouts, but thinking about what does it mean to be a restless midlifer? What do you stand for? Where do you want to go and how do you want to show up in life? And how do we do it? That's the sprout sweating. It's about focusing on the regroup, the reshape and or the redesign. And in turn, in time, all three areas as we build that out over time. So I hope that's food for thought. Have a think about which area you would need to, to focus on and what sprouts you can knock down first or sweat first. And take care for now. So to all the fellow Restless Midlifers out there, jump on over to RestlessMidlifer.com and sign up and let me know who is with me, who is a fellow Restless Midlifer. And email me, Dave at Restless Midlifer, if you have any questions, feedback or thoughts about what you would like me to cover in future podcast episodes. The journey is just beginning, but the adventure continues. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Restless Midlifer. For more links and details relating to the episode and the show, visit restlessmidlifer.com. And it would really help if you go to the show in your podcast app, click on review, and then rate the show and share why you value it. Until next time, proudly live your own restless midlife. Take care.